I'm Phil Rickaby, and I am a writer and performer, and I'm also an introvert. And I'm Jess McCauley, and I'm a theater maker, and I am also an introvert. And this is The Introvert's Guide to... On the Introvert's Guide 2, we talk about the introvert life and how to live it to the fullest. We'll choose a topic and discuss it, as well as try to find other helpful hints on social media and the internet at large. If you want to drop us a line, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at introvertguide2, the number two, and you can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. If you want to send us a message, you can do that through the website, or you can email us at introvertsguide to stuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. And if you like the podcast and you listen on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a comment and a five-star rating. Your comments and ratings help new people find the show. But even better, whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, if you know someone that might like The Introvert's Guide 2, tell them about it. Some of our favorite podcasts became our favorites because someone we know told us about them. Jess, last week I said two words to you that are music to an introvert's ears. Do you remember what I said to you last week on Monday? Oh, I remember it like it was yesterday. You said, I have to cancel. <laughs> Three words. Yes. I was thinking, I was thinking let's reschedule, but either way, no matter how you put it, no matter how you put it, those are some pretty sweet words to hear. Oh, absolutely. It's the best when you, when you've psyched yourself up so much for going out and they still cancel. There's always like that. I feel it's a little congratulatory. Like, no, good job. You were going to go out, but you don't have to. It's your reward. You know, my favorite thing about that is, is that some people would be like, but I psyched myself up to go out. But you and I are like, I don't have to put myself through that now. <laughs> it's a pat on the back. That's all that it is for me. It is a, I'm not mad. I'm a, I'm, I'm a glass half full kind of person. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the best part is that I don't have to continue to psych myself out about uh, going out. Absolutely. I'm done, and the rest of the evening is mine in my PJs. That that polyester feeling, mm. so good, mm. so good. See the other another another similar. We're going to be talking just just so the listeners know. We're going to be talking about introvert quote unquote turn-ons. What are the the things people could do, or the words that people say, the phrases people could say that just make an introvert go, oh. <laughs> it's that little noise, though. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Similarly to I have to cancel or let's reschedule is uh, uh, the party's canceled. Oh. <laughs> it's, 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 it's even better when you get an email directly sent to you. It's like an own little invitation for your own weekend. It's great. The problem is that, that there's also like, like part of me knows that I should follow up that with is everything okay? But I need a moment first. I need a moment to be like, yes, I don't have to go. And then a follow up, you know, then I can be like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Is everything okay? 
you need the second, right? You, you need to be in your own little bubble. For Absolutely. I, in fact, I have to admit that I have to remind myself that the appropriate thing to do is say is not, oh, good. But it's to go, is everything okay? I have done it to the person's face where I yelled, oh, good. Oh, no. I felt so awful. I, it was like, they were really disappointed the party was canceled too. It was very much like a, hey, so I'm really, really sorry to do this. Um, I know it's short notice, but the party got, it got canceled. And there was that little spark in my eye of just like, <laughs> really? And I was like, oh, <laughs> too much smile, too much, too much. I, yeah. I, I brought it back a bit. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, the real problem is that, is that, you know, I, I have, you know, the, 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 like when you say that to somebody, when you're like, oh, oh, good. You say that to their face. Are you, are you like, well, I guess we're not friends anymore. I can't do this. I guess, I guess this is over now. Yeah. There was that little bit of a delay of, oh no, say how you really feel. Oh. <laughs> I, I felt so bad. I was like, yeah. oh, oh dear. Okay. For, all right. No, I didn't mean that. I was really looking forward to it, but, and then you have to do the awkward dance and explanation of, you see, I'm just an introvert. And then yeah. you make it worse. <laughs> it's always like, you know, I have, I have, you know, there's, there's, there's friends that I have that I, you know, I go to their birthday and I don't think they know how much it takes out of me to go to their birthday. Like, you know, they're like, well, Phil, come, you know, you should talk to person, talk to this person. I have one friend, I go to their birthday and like, talk to this person. And I'm like, I, God damn it. I, I don't want I'm this. <laughs> no one wanted this. No one asked. <laughs> but on the other side, like I've, I've gone, but if, if they were to come to me afterwards one year or to like, it's their getting to their birthday. Like, I'm sorry. I have a cold. I'm going to have to cancel the party. I'd be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes. I know. Whose birthday is it? Is it mine? It's my birthday <laughs> now. <laughs> I kind of want that to be my next birthday is I send out invitations to this party and everyone responds back with no. <laughs> as sad as it might sound. In no, but you have to set that up in advance because nobody's yeah. going to do that. You have to say, listen, I'm going to send you an invitation to the party and I really need you to respond with no. And they just be so confused. No explanation. They're all going to respond with yes. You're going to be like, fuck, yeah. now I have to have a party. <laughs> I'm. Honestly, I have once or twice planned the solo getaway weekend. Mm -hmm. I have never, ever, ever been away on my own. You know, I recommend it. Mm. I recommend it. Even if you just, like, whatever reason you go away for, like, the traveling on your own. Yes, it's, sometimes it's really great to share travel with somebody. But it's also really great to, like, do it on your own. Like it's really great to see what you want to see and to talk to somebody. If you want to talk to somebody, you never have to compromise. I know people who travel in groups. They're like, I'm going to travel in a group. My friends, my 15 friends and I, we're going to New York. And I'm like, that sounds like mur that sounds like a murder situation because you will never get to do what you want to do because it will be a bunch of people like out overruling you on the things you want to do. So, yeah, anyway. And the sleeping arrangements? absolutely not yeah no, no 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 i was that wet blanket at camp that was wanting to fall asleep at a respectable time of course yes <laughs> no i did not stay up late <laughs> what are some other words or phrases that that you re that really sort of get your introvert heart racing i caught one the other day i needed to speak with a customer service rep 
and they only had a chat option. That Ooh. was, oh, Ooh. yeah. You yeah. know what? If a company really wants my love, they will have a chat option. It won't be a chat option that is offline when I need it. Because sometimes you go in the, you go, oh, there's a chat option. And you click it and they go, we're not online right now. And then I'm like, well, I hate you now. I had one company that I need to get a hold of, and I didn't realize that their only mode of contact was a phone number with a specific extension asking for Peter. Absolutely not. No, I'm not doing business with that company anymore. No, yeah, no. Exactly. It's, I mean, I'm fine if they have email, that's fine. But it's like when they're like, if, if they're, their email form says, we'll get back to you in 12 to 15 days, you're like, God damn it, what's even the point? You know? Or even if they're like in in like 24 to 48 hours, I'm always like, what is the point of that? Get back to me faster. But no, if they I'm, have a chat, I'm in. Oh, I'm your customer. Absolutely. That just, that made my everything. As soon as I saw chat only and they're online, I was like, poof, mm. right there. I took, I took very special note of that feeling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and if a company wants my everlasting enmity, they only have the mm -hmm. phone option, as you say. Um, and if they had, it was like a specific line where you know, where it's like, talk to Peter. No, I don't want no. to talk to Peter. If I'm going to call, I want the anonymity of not being able to know the person that I'm talking to is just a random person. Don't make me know their name. I'm not going to retain it. If they tell me their name, they're probably using a fake one anyway. I know I've worked in call centers, but I am not doing the thing where I call Peter to help me with my internet or whatever. Yeah, no, that's that's not going to happen to me. It's especially when you see all the different ways that you can contact a company that speaks a love language. That's that's accessibility right there. Yes, yes. yes. And yeah. it, it, it's, it's not just for the introverts. It's for the people who have anxiety or mm -hmm. and things like that. And in this day and age to not have a chat option it means you're a dinosaur of a company, as far as I'm concerned. I did not want to chat with Peter. <laughs> no, especially no, not don't. over the phone. If, yeah. he, if I'm chatting with him on like on online, it's like a text chat. I'm just assuming that he's not really Peter. Peter is the name that they use when they're online. That's what I assume. I assume Peter's a secret acronym. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's just a computer. Yeah, exactly. Like, welcome to the Peter team. And there's <laughs> a whole room of Peters. <laughs> okay. Another one, another one, another turn on. Curbside pickup only will come to you. Listen, that, because curbside, now you do have to interact with somebody a little bit, but it's really just like to show them your phone. You just hold up your phone and you go, here's my phone. They scan it, they come back, you go away and you've had minimal interaction and it's beautiful. There is a local restaurant in St. Catharines that you can pay online through the website. You just give them the make of your car and the license plate. You show up and they hand you the food through the window. Oh. And they didn't even say, thank you so much. Have a great night. You know, we thank you so much for your business, really. You know, one other thing that we do is cater for companies. And there was none of that. I appreciate that. I'm glad. And I take full advantage of that next time I'm planning a party. But when I'm in my car and I just want your delicious food, mm. let me go. Here's another one. Here's one. Because of all of the things, the, all of the terrible things that, that the pandemic gave us, 
The one thing it gave us that's wonderful for introverts is contactless delivery. Oh, hallelujah. It used to be that I had to meet the delivery person at the door and have some kind of awkward interaction with them. But now they just drop it at my door and I get a little text message saying your food's here. I go to the door. They're gone. Or at the very least, I hear this little voice as I open the door going, thank you. And I'm like, thank you. But usually nothing at all. And I love it. I love that. Just the little voice. See you, Phil. They don't even call me by name. They don't even call me by name. Met after my own heart. Yeah. And then you get then you get that that nice little text message afterwards that's just like, thanks for the tip. And you're like, I know. None of this had any interaction. And it's a beautiful thing. What a time to be alive. What a great time to be alive. Now, as far as as far as like interpersonal. Aside from we need, I need to cancel or we're rescheduling or something like that. What's something that somebody could say to you that you would be like, you have just like spoken the words that, that you've spoken the words of my people straight to my heart. One time Steve was doing this uh, camp getaway with, uh, with this church we were with at the time. And I didn't even expect it, but he came up to me on the weekend and said, I'm so sorry. It was a last minute thing. I'll be away this entire weekend. And I don't think I meant to say it in this way to him that implied that I was glad he was gone. <laughs> but there was certainly this, oh, I get to play all of my old video games this weekend. I got time food. And Steve's just like slowly walking out the door like, okay, so anyway, bye. <laughs> That's the funny thing is that is is when is when is when your partner's like, so I'm gonna go away for a weekend, and you're like, thank you, <laughs> and it's not you're like you're not trying to be like I'm a dick because I don't want you no. around because I love you and I want to spend time with you, but also there's something about that occasional just yeah. like I'm spending this weekend by myself. I know, and it's it's all me. <laughs> I, I am every woman right now. <laughs> it was so good. It was like everything that could have went right that weekend went right. Mm. Just perfect. Nice. I missed him. I missed him. Don't get me wrong. Always love him. He's my best friend. He's, of course. He's of my course. person. You miss your partner. You miss your person. But also, I do. also, it's nice to have that weekend by yourself now. And oh, then. I need a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Okay, your turn. Lay it on us. Mm, okay. Here's the thing. When somebody is having a party and it's not canceled, and they say to you, by the way, this, uh, this person and this person who you really like are going to be there. Because that lets me know that when I show up at this party, there are going to be people there that I am comfortable with and that I can talk to. And when people show the care to understand the introvert brain enough to go, by the way, there are people that you like going to be there and here's who they are. I could be like, oh my goodness, that is like so loving to do that. That is such a sweet and considerate thing to do. That's actually, if there's any extroverts listening, that is a really 
that's a good love language right there. Everything's mm. a love language, as we've discussed a little while ago. There's so many <laughs> ways of doing it. It's not just five. So one way that you can show your love to us extroverts is that right there, the preemptive warm-up, and even so much as saying as, you know what, I know that parties aren't really your thing. I appreciate you coming. And if you want to leave early, you go right on ahead. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Chill. Oh, I just got goosebumps <laughs> from that one. I just got goosebumps. Because that's like, you know, depending on the party. Listen, we've talked about how much I love the Irish goodbye. We've talked about how much I am an adherent of the Irish goodbye. And I make a point of going in. If I'm at a thing, I say hello to the host or hostess when I'm when I'm coming in so that I can make a quick exit later on. And I'm on my way out. I'm making that exit. If you want to ruin my night, you go, hey, Phil, are you leaving? No, no, no. Come here. You got to say goodbye. Nice and loud, too. I will hate you with the fires of a thousand suns for the rest of my life for that. I I like to joke around with my friends and I really sometimes like to make them uncomfortable. I don't think I could ever do that to you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that you could not do that to me. No, I, I think I would I could do that for somebody who I knew it wasn't a big deal. And, and it's not something that they usually do. But if I know you and respect you and love you, you walk out that door and don't turn back and I will not say a word. <laughs> I will distract the others for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm, but, you know, you've been, we've all been in that situation where we're making our escape from the party. We're just at the end. We've just like that. We're, we've maybe stayed longer than we need to. And we're like, I've got to get out of here. One time we were at a party at our own house and Steve told me that I could go upstairs to bed and he'll let everybody out for me. I didn't have to stick around and mm. nothing made me love that man more <laughs> than that moment of walking up the stairs and him going, okay, so Jess has gone to bed suddenly. <laughs> it's just me now. <laughs> I had, uh, I was at a party years ago um, and, uh, I, it, it was a new year's Eve party. So there was a lot of, you know, there's a lot of wildness and there was a lot of people at this party and, um, I needed a break. I needed a break. I knew that, that at this party, I really could not leave before midnight. Sometimes you feel like you can leave before midnight. And sometimes you're like, I am here till midnight. There's nothing I can do about that. So I needed to get a break. So I went outside. And I go outside and I'm like, okay, I just need some quiet. And I'm out there 30 seconds and, and somebody who's not even one of the hosts, somebody I barely know, comes out and goes, hey, buddy, you okay? Oh. And he's like, I just, just want to make sure because, you know, you went outside. I just want to make sure that you're, that you're okay. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I just needed a moment. And I wanted to be like, because I understood that they're trying to be like, they're worried that somebody's, I don't going to be sick or something or somebody's having a bad night. But I was also like, I was just about to have the most because of quiet moment, New Year's Eve, nobody's shouting on the streets yet. It's this quiet moment before midnight. And I was just going to enjoy that. And you came out here with your, Hey buddy, you okay? Oh yeah, no, you were just in that internal monologue of mm -hmm. listening to like, you know, like, oh wow, the sounds of the city is so quiet. Mm, yes. Hey buddy. 
Yeah. No. Hey, buddy, you okay? <laughs> and again, oh. again, he had the best of intentions. He had the best of intentions. But that is not that is not a, a, a good thing for your introvert. If they go off and they if so part of the, the care and feeding of your introvert is if they are go if they need time away, you need to learn how to recognize that and to leave them alone while they're doing it. Well, especially if there's no visible signs of distress. Like if there's a, you know, you're politely letting yourself out the door. Yeah. Like just if there's no visible sign of distress, like you didn't look like you were going to be sick earlier. You didn't look like something was wrong during the day. I'm saying it and anything can happen. But if someone quietly exits the room, please just let them. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Mm. Ugh. I didn't like that. That was a bad story. Bad story. It was all. a bad story. I'm sorry, but we're sharing it. We're sharing the good and the bad. Fair enough. Fair enough. In in the see, I have also similar at another party um at that same house another year. Um, I showed up and I was expecting other people I knew to be there, but only one person I knew showed up and the rest of the house was like basically filled with like strangers. And I was like, I am not in a space where I feel like I can like talk to strangers at all. So I essentially just like glued myself to this friend and we weren't even that close, but I knew they were like, you are a friendly face. And so I like attached myself to them for the entire night. And I'm sure they thought it was weird, but I was like, this is the only way I'm getting through. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, that nothing. I don't know if anything can top that story tonight now, Phil. That was, that's not nice. <laughs> this isn't nice. Who is doing this to you? No, I know. I know. <laughs> my gosh. Yeah, no, there was, there was this part of me when I came to planning the wedding because I, I did invite you and it was a, it was a part of me wanted to send you an invitation to say, here's a virtual invitation. I almost wanted to do that just for you, buddy. Just for you. I appreciated that. Yeah. I appreciated that. The only difficulty that with your wedding was the yeah. fact that you were getting married out in St. Catharines in, in, in your area. And I do not have a car. Short notice too, mind yes, you. Yes, it was short yes, notice as Very well. short notice. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no. All love. Um, here's, here's something you, that like, if speaking of weddings, if you are inviting your introvert or an introverted friend to a wedding, please tell them as far in advance as possible who they are sitting with at the reception. Otherwise it is just a ball of stress and you better believe that that is what they are thinking about in the days leading up to the wedding is who am I going to have to make small talk with? Like I can remember making the um, seating arrangements for our wedding and we were very, we had the privilege of it being a smaller wedding, but we were very aware of the guests who were coming and we accommodated them as best as we could according to how the seating arrangement should be made, what the proper decorum was, protocol, that I, I was able to give those that really needed the heads up enough time to give them the heads up. Like I, I made sure that they came in prepared with this one. And knowing who is coming and if they have those introverted tendencies where they really do need a little bit of help when it comes to sitting with people they don't know, you're doing the world of a favor and you're making the event more fun, really. Sure. Here's a question that I have for you. When you were making that guest list, 
How did you determine who sat where? When it came to our seating arrangement, Steve and I, um, we had our own single table. We didn't have a head table. We just had him and I at one side of the room. And we had this horseshoe uh, look at first, but then we decided on two harvest tables. So we started with Steve's side of the family is on one half. My family is on the other side, other half. And then down there, we went from uh, our family to immediate friends to invited guests. And then from there, then we had to start jigging around with, well, this is these are co-workers. I'm not really sure if we're going to get along with these invited friends. Okay, these invited friends probably get along with the immediate families. And it was just this giant dance of trying to make sure everybody would have a comfortable time mm. with who they were sitting with. And that was 10 hours of my life. <laughs> I will never get back. <laughs> that was hard. That sounds hard. That sounds yeah. hard. I'm in the middle of getting my kitchen renovated and it was easier to plan out all of these moving pieces with the kitchen than it was seating people. Huh? Wow. Yeah. Let that one sink in. Now, were you afraid of, of sitting people who would have friction or just people who would be bored or both? I think all of the above. <laughs> it was really difficult. I mean, there were people that I, I had two people who would have been sitting beside each other. And when I thought about it, I was like, these two people politically would not uh, like would not get along. Like mm. it's just it wasn't going to work out at all. I, I ended up having to make a couple of compromises, but it worked out in the end. Everyone had a fun time. I noticed that whoever was sitting together really hung out together that night. Oh, that's cool. Now, when when you were when you were referring to sitting together, you're thinking about the people on either side of each other, not across yeah. the table. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And we we had to make sure all the significant others were beside each other of across course, and of oh, course cuz that'll cause a thing. It would have. <laughs> oh my gosh. More friction than I would have known. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but definitely um for and I mean, I know that anybody who's planning a wedding has a hard time putting everybody at the at, at the at the best table possible for them. But like I said, I would encourage you once you've figured out those seating, the seating arrangements, tell people who they're sitting with. Even if you don't know that they're introverts, just let them know, here's the people who are at your table. Unless you think they're going to be like, oh, no, don't you sit me with them. Yeah, exactly. Unless you know for sure. <laughs> Here's a little, here's something that when people do this, um, I feel, even when total strangers do this, I feel cared for. Mm-hmm. It's when I get onto an elevator and someone else gets onto the elevator and they essentially pretend like I'm not there. That's polite to me. That's, That's just, yes. Just treat me like air. Yes. Don't, I mean, if uh, you look at me, that's fine, but look yeah. away. And not because I think you're, because uh, some people are like, oh, well, you're not going to look at me. No, 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 no. I just don't want to interact with you on yeah, the elevator. That, that's it. Just stare straight or or turn your shoulders a little bit so that way it doesn't look like we have to face each other. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. And there's something really more pleasant about the elevator. I'm claustrophobic, so I also don't like yes. the elevator. <laughs> I do not get along with it. Elevator elevators are an elevator conversation is terrible because somebody's going to start up a conversation with you. Let's say if they if they're that kind of person and they start talking and then 
somewhere they're like in the middle of some story or something and or it, they're like, oh, this is me. Or if you get off beforehand, you're like stuck in that awkward, awkward conversation while they're like saying something. You're like, well, this is me. I have to just don't do it. Just pretend I'm not there and I will feel like you understand me and have given me the love that another person deserves. I have a really bad story about one time I was riding the elevator at this old building mm. I used to live in. Now I know this episode is about our turn-ons and in in the best introverted way possible. Which but you know what? Right in, in some, sometimes we do. Yeah. It's important to share the 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 the, the, the turn-offs as well. Yeah, absolutely. What not to do? I was on the elevator and I was I, I didn't have much to go. I just had a couple of floors, but I had somebody get on. And they immediately started doing the nice weather we got going on here, eh? And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, nice weather. You know, I'm, I'm kind of an awkward individual to begin with, so I didn't say much. But this person's getting off the elevator. Phil, I kid you not, they were still talking to me when they were getting off. They turned to still talk and the doors are closing and this person's still doing the, all right, so anyways, you have a good day, okay? Now, remember, it's going to rain. And it, it the door closed. I just have to say that I'm thankful that as the doors mm -hmm. were closing, they didn't put their hand out to open the doors again to keep <gasps> talking. Because that, that would be a misery. Do you, do you know why the doors close so fast, though? Because you're pressing the door close button? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I, I helped them. I helped them closed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, no. Another another way for uh, to be treated well is if you get into a cab or an Uber and they just don't say anything to you other than like, good evening or something like that. If they start to chatter, I'm always like, oh, no. Yeah, no, I never respond much. I, I do the bare minimum. Like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, mm -hmm. that's great. I The first time I went to New York City, I, I went to I went to an airport. It was about a 30-minute drive into Manhattan. And I took a cab because I was there for work, and I could because I could claim it later. Anyway, so I get the cab, and I sit in the cabbie, and nobody warned me that New Yorkers are just going to natter at you. So he, in his New York cabbie way, just started talking for over half an hour as we drove from the airport into Manhattan to the hotel. Oh, no. No. And then he was like, he found out that I was from Canada. So he had things to say about that and questions. And it was just like, he just went on and on. And I was just like, I am in hell. This, if I end up in hell, this, this here, this will be my hell. It's just a cabbie incessantly driving around talking to me about nothing. And taking the wrong turnoffs. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Constantly. Constantly. And you, yeah. and, and you'll be able to see that they're taking the wrong turnoff. It'd be so much faster if he would just turn here and no, he's going the opposite way. I am doomed. Yeah, and as he's going past, what'd you say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh. I don't think I had that problem when I went to New York City, so I'm so sorry. I, did, you take, I got, did you take many cabs? I did. I did. And hmm. they just, maybe, maybe they just weren't fond of me, and that's okay. 
times I'm okay with not being well received. Mm. If that is the case, no, absolutely, absolutely. And I think you know, maybe maybe it's just maybe they read you better than this guy read me. You do have that warm and fuzzy approach. I don't. That is a lie. I don't because when I am out, when I am traveling, when I don't want to be spoken to, this thing shuts down. This face shuts down like an iron curtain comes down and it says, don't talk to me. I I don't know. I don't know what it is. It, there's just something about you, Phil, that <laughs> I know you've said it to me in the past that you, you've got the resting look. Uh-huh. I just, I'm sorry. I don't see it. I well, don't, you don't see, see it. it because you don't see me when I'm out walking around. And in the world, not wanting to be spoken to. That's very true. I don't stalk you in Toronto. Are there other situations where somebody could do something or say something and you would just be like, this is the perfect thing for me? Um, I'm going to tap back to the elevator just because this kind stranger was so lovely Mm -hmm. in the span of five seconds. Um, Rightfully so on our elevators, there's a maximum of three people per elevator. And I was getting on this elevator and this guy was coming up right behind me. And instead of saying, hold the elevator, he said, go on ahead. I'll get the next one. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was so chivalrous. I just thought that was so sweet. I just think that that elevators are terrible. Cabbies are, because you're trapped in a cab. Restaurants can also be difficult because sometimes you go to a restaurant if you're there alone like when i would travel by myself for work i would go to a restaurant by myself and sometimes there would be like a wait person who felt like they needed to give me extra attention because i was sitting alone oh no 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 i didn't i don't need company no no i'm traveling alone for for a reason and they would they would like come over how you doing it's small talk you just be like so I learned that, that the important thing to do is to have a book, whether it's a notebook or a novel or something, and just have that open so you could be reading that so they get the signal that it's okay. You can leave this one alone. I, when, when bars were open, I really enjoyed going to bars with just to enjoy a beer, mm-hmm. have my notebook, do the exact same thing. I don't know what it is, but it's just not well received if it's not a coffee shop. It's almost like, I I remember having a server just imply that, you know, there is a cafe just across the street. Are you sure you want to be here to, and I'm like, I picked this place on purpose. I know what I'm doing. And I just, I think I floored her Hmm. with being okay with going out by myself. And I think having those days where I can just be alone is something that should be more embraced. I think like, I think that you're right. In some restaurants, they're just, the servers or the staff are just not used to seeing it. But but that's also because a lot of people feel like they're uncomfortable in going to a restaurant by themselves. I know people who are like, if they're traveling by themselves, they're like, oh, I could never go to a restaurant by myself. Like they're fine at fast food because, you know, you just like wolf that down, you go. But like a restaurant restaurant, they're like, I could never do that. I think it'll look so pathetic. But like, I think that there, there are people who want to try to rescue you from that. I heard about restaurants that, that um, if people are sitting, are sitting alone, they will come and they will seat somebody else at another single at the table. And I'm like, do not, do not do that. If I'm sitting by myself, 
please don't try to bring me a friend. I'm just going to sit here and stare at my book and eat my food and not talk to the person you've brought over. Okay, your new hell is that cab ride. And after like a million years in hell, Mm -hmm. the cab ride finally stops and takes you to a restaurant that does that. Yeah. For another million years. No, thanks so much for that. I really appreciate (laughs) you giving me these personal hells. This This is not what I was hoping for. Mine's but, on an elevator. Mine's on the one that just doesn't want to stop talking. But like, I don't know. There's there's something about when you can sit at a place. And you know what? Maybe you have to go to that place more than once and then they'll get used to you, right? They're used to couples coming in. They're used to somebody who's coming in waiting for somebody. That's, I think, another thing. If you go to a place where they're used to like dates will meet there and they see somebody and they sit there for a while. Now they're worried. Did this person get stood up? Do we have to do some care here? They just need to see you a few more times, probably. Yeah. Speaking of which, actually, it's funny you bring that up. This happened to a friend of mine. They uh, they decided to take themselves out for an introverted date. And they went to the restaurant and the server sat them down and didn't ask, you know, didn't ask much other than how many table for one. Great. Right this way. She came up, the server came up to my friend just a little bit later and said, I don't mean to assume. And if you're having a great time, that's great. But whoever stood you up, I have a friend who's single and that you probably would really like each other. And this friend of mine, (laughs) I don't think she had a response to this other than I'm not into blind dates (laughs) and I'm not interested in meeting somebody new I'm okay here on my own. And the server was just so, are you sure? Uh, are you sure? It's okay. Like, <laughs> oh, man. I no. have a couple of possible reactions to that. Mm. I know that I know that the you walked in and you said table for one. That is not necessarily communicated to your server. And the server sees a single person and they think, oh, no, this person's been stood up. The easier thing to do, the polite thing to do, but for that server would have been to just say, are you waiting for someone else? And if the answer is no, ignore everything else. No more conversation is necessary. Just let it go. It's not anybody's job to save somebody in those sort of situations. Because we introverts intentionally look for this. I know it's a little hard to read in a social situation. But if, again, if somebody is not showing signs of distress, if they are not sitting there looking around frantically around the room, if they are, if they do not have a book, magazine, headphones, nothing in front of them, and they still look okay, it is still not okay for you to go up and talk. I'm sorry. I'm I'm upset now. I'm upset. No, 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 absolutely. (laughs) And and I think that it's, there's very, very much like it, like, I understand where that comes from. But as far as you go with that is, is somebody joining you or are you just by yourself or whatever, something like that? Not, could I set you up with my friend who you've never met? You don't know what they look like. They might be a terrible person. I haven't told you anything. Just, you know, take a risk, see this person, just sit down, have a conversation with this friend, person that's a friend of mine. They're just over here. No. Yeah, that. That friend of mine never went back to that restaurant, needless to say. Of course they didn't. So presumptuous. Of course they didn't. I wouldn't. That's a horror story. 
That was nice. <laughs> so years ago, many years ago, I have I I was living, I had a, a situation, I'd come back from a tour, I was staying with some people, and it was my birthday coming up, and some friends of mine uh, said, you know what, I know that you don't really have a space for your birthday, so we want to have a birthday party for you at our house. And then they followed up with one of the more beautiful phrases. Who would you like to have come? Not, you know, show up and we'll have, we'll have people there. They were just like, who do you want to be there? And so I told them who I wanted to celebrate my birthday with. They invited them. They all came. And it was the right size of a group for me. And it was exactly what I wanted. That's perfect. Oh, that's so nice. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a gem right there. It is. It is. I mean, because again, the day it's it's made about you. It's catered specifically to you. That's right. And that's beautiful. I I thought it was one of the most beautiful things a friend's ever done. 